And hello and welcome to episode four of The Haunted. I'm Freddie Young. And I'm Vanessa Mitchell. And today we are going to be exploring some cursed movies, films, some really famous kind of stories from Hollywood. Now, first impressions of that, do you know of any films that are cursed or are said to be? Um, I, definitely Poltergeist. Um, I think the Amateurville Haunting was very oh, okay. active on set. Really? Yeah, and also photographs taken while the movie was being made with ghost apparitions in it. What, in Amateurville? In Amateurville, yeah. I'm not sure which Amateurville. It was one of the early ones. Oh, I haven't... Um, one of the original... Like... I didn't find that when I was looking online. Oh, really? No, so... Um, Poltergeist, really famous. Yeah. And that is one of the films we'll be covering today. Yeah. To be honest, I think there's so many. There, there was just a lot to choose from. There so. is, from my research online, there's so many films that have this kind of like myth and legend attached to it, or kind of people say, oh my goodness, you know, all these terrible things happened, it must be cursed. And I don't know, we'll, we'll dig a little bit deeper into a couple of them today, but I know of quite a few. Yeah. And I know as well there's some really famous images um, online of kind of... Um, apparitions or ghosts or strange things in movies so like wizard of oz uh, in one of the scenes where she's skipping down the road apparently there's a munchkin hanging from a tree in the background and there is, genuinely there is yeah if i showed you the picture you'd be like what the was hell was it part of the set what do you mean it is well it's a bit no literally so it's like in the background they've got like this shadow of trees yeah and there's just a bit of rope with a little man hanging off of it oh honestly you're like so not, oh, so not the munchkin what you think of as the movie yeah. just a, just a... just just a kind of shadow but then you've got three men and a baby you've got that really really famous image of the little boy hidden in the net curtain there's some there's some yeah, real, there's some it's... real stories out there related because of to... course when you're filming movies like that the quality is so good they're gonna capture they're gonna capture stuff when they're filming i wonder how many things hollywood or even you know even just normal film companies have captured <clears throat> filming over the years but it's not quite made the cut or you know yeah. or it's been overlooked i wonder how many things because a lot of people film on location yeah and yeah. a lot of kind of scary locations. And the energy around these things is going to attract. If there's anything out there to pop up, the energy around these spooky scenes, I think is definitely going to bring something forward. Um, have you watched any scary films recently? Well, do you know what's interesting? I watched a movie the other night called Slumber. Now, I know this movie didn't get particularly good ratings, but I watched it and I really, really enjoyed it. I loved the concept. It was about <clears throat> uh, demons um, in, in, in a dream state. You know, what happens between the world of sleep and the world of awake? You know, you know they're living in the... De in that in-between time, sorry, is what I mean. Um, when you're not awake and you're not fully asleep, but you're in that, that in-between... Um, Limbo-esque kind yeah. of... Yeah, yeah. And that the energies and, and demonic spirits can get into that. And I watched it, and to be honest, I really enjoy it. In fact, I know when I enjoy a movie because I bite my nails. Um, and I was biting my nails. I thought it was a fantastic concept. I know you said you didn't think it was as good as... I you watched it. Um, you love the concept. The but concept of it is, is, is really, really good. 
and you know the acting is amazing and the the kind of the doctor woman in it she's from a series that i really really loved called designated survivor and i think she was really good in it and i just think that kind of the story everything was really well done for me it's, it's based on a true story wasn't scary enough yeah, you like yeah. But I think this it's more of a psychological it's a kind real of it's, it's a thinker. thinker. It's a thinker. I like I like an obvious scare. Do you know what I mean? They go walk into the cupboards and they're like, Oh my goodness, what's in there? Yeah. That's a bit more me. I think if you enjoy that kind of psychological or something that's gonna make you think, I would recommend something. I love that because I've had experience of that um, with a family member myself. Um, which is something we're going to be talking about hopefully on the on the next episode. So to me, it was um, something I'm aware of that happens. But yeah, I, I I did like it to be honest. And it is I something did. that actually plagues a lot a lot of people. Night terrors for children especially is absolutely you know it's so common. And parents always say, and I had them myself as a young child, and my son had them. And your parents kind of say, oh, it's just a bad dream. But when it's constant and over and over, that's there's a lot more to it. Um, so again, for me, the movie definitely resonated. And again, it's based on a true story and an entire family this was happening to. Uh, yeah, I think, that, you know, there's that iconic, I say iconic, but there's an image in that that I think, oh my goodness, you, when they're all being in, in the lab and they all sit bolt upright Oh, and that was a scary thing. Yeah. I, I just think, oh, they're hang being, on a Yeah, they're in there and then they're waiting, you know, to do the brain test and they fall asleep and all, all four of them are saying, you know, and it's based on a true story. So, of course, there's poetic licence like there is in everything. Of but course, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to recommend it, definitely. Well, for, listen, um, you can find it on Amazon. It's 99p to rent. I think for 99p, well worth it. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Well worth it. It's, you know, it's not, a, it's not a long film. It's an hour and a half. I think it's worth a watch. Sit down with somebody. Because I think it actually, it strikes a bit of a conversation. It's, it's educational, definitely. Yeah. It, it teaches you more about, um, uh, you know, demons in the dream state, which, again, we are going to be talking about quite soon. Well, we had a conversation with a lovely lady today, yeah. didn't we, about arranging... And her coming on and she's an expert in in that field so it is something we are and she's interested to talk interested to talk about yeah, as well. so that is coming very very soon i'll give you a bit of a heads up um of when that's coming so in terms of kind of future episodes and stuff if you follow our instagram which is the haunted podcast official and um, that's been up and running since we started but we also set up a twitter this week we're getting Great. out there yeah um, we we're could, getting in the World Wide Web. We're getting on the World Wide Web, <laughs> which is hard work for me because I'm a technophobe. But and impossible for me, so you have to do it. Or we get, or we get Jake to. It's blind leaving the blind. Um, but that is the Haunted Peacast um, on Twitter. So have a little search up, have a look. All kind of um, supporting uh, sites, pictures, documents that we talk about on here will be posted on both. So you can follow us on both, or if you have a preference, just do that. So... That is there. So let's let's, let's get in. stuck in and see what's gonna. So we said Poltergeist is a film that we know is notorious for its kind of curse. Um, and going back off our other podcast we did where we talked about Poltergeist, um, it's a harrowing experience for anyone to have. So, definitely excellent subject matter for a movie. And Poltergeist is a classic film. It's yeah. so good. Still scary now, I think. 
I think forget like the electric monster and that that comes out. Do you know yeah. the build up in the beginning where they go into the kitchen and all the stair, uh, chairs are stacked on top of yeah. each other? I think it's really effective. And they remade it not too recently. Sometimes I think with these movies, less is more. Sometimes mm. I think instead of having, you know, real dramatic made up scenes, you know, I'm always a great believer in there's nothing more fascinating or interesting than the truth than a real life story. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when movie makers add loads and add loads, it's like really you never had to add that much to it because it was amazing on its own. Um, There's quite a lot of films guilty of that and I think I really enjoy it and then in the last 15 minutes I think, what are you doing? Yeah. So like the Enfield, when The Conjuring did the Enfield Haunting, I thought the first half of that was fantastic, it really scared me. And then before you know it, he's a, gi he's a giant smashing the house up and I think, right, goodness, well that's just taken the whole magic of it away. Uh, yeah, but you know, when I spoke to, anyway, that's, that's a, when that's we have John separate. Fraser on in, in, uh, in, in about two weeks, um, his colleagues from the SPR were involved in that case and we can ask him about that as well because we've got quite a big show lined up with him, haven't we? Yeah, that's going to be quite a long one. Yeah, but anyway, let's, let's get started. We so. always just go on a tangent with these <laughs> things because there's so much to say about this paranormal world. We get carried away. So we are going to start off with Poltergeist, which, like we said, I think is one of the most famous cursed films. Um, and the curse has stemmed from the death of multiple cast members. Okay. Um, so I think there was four cast Again, members Again, I just want to say, I haven't researched this myself, because what we found doing this podcast is, Freddie's given me new information, and so it is genuinely the first time I'm hearing a lot of this. So I can kind of hopefully ask the questions that someone else, one of our listeners, would be hoping for the first what, time. Because if I know it all and you know it all, I, I know that's more research for you, more work for you. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't a bad trade for me. But it just, I, 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 I think it works better this way. Um, so there was four cast members in total that died either during or shortly after the filming um, of the movie. So the most famous death is the young girl. So Carol Ann. Go into the light, Carrie. The little, the little blonde girl. Little blonde girl. Yeah. So her name is Heather O'Rourke, and she is the focal point of the series. She's like the protagonist, and she was six years old when she first started in the Poltergeist films. She's, she, she's like the image of her is iconic. She yeah, really absolutely like, beautiful. Really blonde girl, hair. Yeah. She was like a bit, a bit dull, like wasn't she? She had big bright eyes, but unfortunately. In 1987, she was misdiagnosed with Crohn's disease, which is an awful kind of bowel yeah, condition. Uh, but the following year, she fell ill again, and her symptoms, they kind of attributed to the flu. But that wasn't the case, because a day later, she collapsed and suffered cardiac arrest. Uh, she was airlifted to hospital, but she died uh, during an operation trying to correct a bowel obstruction. Oh, it's just heartbreaking very very young when she died yeah uh, but this was after the this was qu quite soon after uh, the filming of the of poltergeist but that is the most famous death i think from the the franchise that people people know yeah about. i had heard of it but i didn't know the details so the next death comes it's uh the dana freeland she plays the older sister in the original her name is dominique june and she met quite a tragic death. Uh, so in 1982, she separated from her partner uh, at the time called John Sweeney. In November that year, 
he come back he come back to her house and pleading begging uh, for her to take him back she she didn't have a bar of it she refused Sweeney ends up grabbing her and chokes her and left her for dead on the driveway of her house oh my god she was she was murdered uh, by him and he was sentenced to six and a half years in prison but was, was that all but was released after three years and seven months what real real Jesus. tragic and then we've got another two uh, cast members here who passed away unfortunately so you have got Kane, who's the evil preacher, do you know the man in the, the hat and he's... Yeah, yeah. He dies. He was diagnosed with uh, stomach cancer at just, just maybe during the second uh, part of Geyser, but he died not long after um, from stomach cancer and complications from that. And then there was uh, a man called Will Sampson and he plays the Native American uh, shaman yeah, in it. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And he died undergoing a heart and lung transplant. It had a slim survival rate anyway, but he, all of these deaths just go towards the curse of the movie. What I'm thinking is, as you're reading this out, is um, there would have been a lot of people on that set involved in making that movie. All these people are dying from actually um, not horrific accidents. Well, apart from obviously the, the, the poor lady who was murdered. But the others are all sort of scientific you know conditions do you not think off the back of what you've just read that they could just be natural deaths anyway with the amount of cast that that movie would have had i yeah i think you've just got to look at the amount of people that are involved in um making a film i I mean if you compare that to something like to and carmoon so many people died. Oh my god, yeah. So many people. And they went on to die year after year after year, all connected to, to this one day. Well, now I mean, that... one of the deaths attributed to it, he was having a heart and lung transplant. You know, that's. Yeah, some... so that's going to be. What we want to do is, is fish out what we think is natural deaths and, and very sad circumstances. Or saying it's like, hold on a minute, hold that is too weird. Like the two and Carmen thing, that was just too weird. I, Egyptian I curses are just too weird. It's a massive kind of cultural phenomenon. Everyone jumped on it. And they was like, oh my God, it's the cursed movie. I think because the little girl died, very, very tragic, Yeah. it kind of spurs that on. And then people yeah. start looking. You start yeah. looking for, you know, what's what's wrong, what's happened. And, and before you know it, it's like the cameraman's dog got hit by a van on the third day. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't, put that towards a curse of a film no a i don't think so personally and also especially with that little girl's concerned i don't even think she should be not saying she's been disrespected but uh, that's a that's a touchy subject you're talking about a beautiful little girl that died there i don't know if it should be made anything deeper than it is her poor parent you know or family she had i don't know but and there's a huge amount of tough. articles online about it and to see you know people write about your kid if it was my child, the last thing I'd want is, oh, it's because of the part. Because then you don't know. You might think, oh, should I have let her do the oh, movie? You know, and there's, there. yeah, that then I would imagine, even though it, that wouldn't have been true, of course, but. Um, so the other thing, the like urban legend that comes from it is um, that Steven Spielberg, who directed it, used real human skeletons instead of prop ones. So do you know the scene where they all fall in the hole in the house and then the skeletons pop up mm. out of the mud? They're meant to be real skeletons. Yeah, but who said they're real? So the uh, the mum 
who uh, Joe Beth Williams, who plays the mum, Diane Freeling, she said that he used human skeletons because plastic ones at the time were more ex or realistic plastic ones yeah. were more expensive. Again, okay, but I don't know where you'd get a load of human skeletons legally though, just to toss about in a movie. I mean, it's not like <laughs> it's America. It's not like a third world bloody country where you could probably just go and dig them up. And do you know, I mean, I don't. Look at I the don't, time. Look at the time yeah. period. It's not as if we're kind of talking like nineteen twenties. We know. You could get I know like, people <laughs> leave their organs and their bodies for like scientific investigation. Yeah, I don't think it's yeah. to poltergeist. Yeah, to, for movies, yeah. Um, as well, so, so we spoke about the Native American um, shaman, so Will Sampson, who plays him. He is a real life medicine man and he performed an authentic exorcism yeah. after shooting Wrapped Up. And I think. That has maybe put lots of people involved with the filming on edge. I would believe this more if they said crazy things happening during filming. You know, cameras going off, lights not working, electrics exploding, things being moved. That, I get 100%. God, that happens in my house on a bloody weekly basis, practically. But I would get that a lot more than just people with random conditions. Um, well... Or if they'd all been horrific accidents, unexplained. Yeah, oh, they, five they, car crashes or they something. All, they all fell out of the sky and the yeah. plane got struck by lightning. Yeah. But interestingly, you say that because in the reboot, so that I'm going to say 2015, they remade Poltergeist. Have you seen the remake? No. Mm, I'm not going to pass any judgment on it. So, well, uh, what do you mean? Um, it's not like you. Uh, it was okay. I still think the original's better. Okay. And I'm not like that because I think the CGI of old films puts me off a little bit. Mm. But I think they kind of... First one's better, yeah. Much, much better. So the director is a man called... Forgive me if I say this wrong, but Gil Keenan or Jill Keenan. And he did a kind of Q&A with people and they said, you know, oh, you know, did the curse strike again? And he said, no, well, no one's died. But he said that the lights would turn on... Oh. normally everywhere else and in the moment you try to light up the set everything would die oh right so it, that's everything, why everything everything right. would blow and um, they used aerial drones a lot to kind of get them yeah over oversight views and the drone pilots were never able to lock in the gps in a field because yeah yeah in a certain yeah. field and they'd have to launch it from a different location to be able to do it and um, they also said that the house they filmed it in, so the house that the family uh, live in, mm. they rented from a, from a family, and it was actually haunted by a female spirit dressed in black, and that they became aware of her in the first, uh, first few days of filming. And only after that, they received a call from the previous owner uh, saying that the, you know, loads of things have been going on in the house since they left, and it was become really active yeah, since, God, since they left. Yeah, Jesus, I mean... You know, the energy you put out is the energy you get back. You're putting out that type of stuff for a movie continuously. It, it wouldn't be something I'd, I'd, I'd give my house to her, something like that. I don't think it's I would It ain't worth it. the risk. It it's not worth it. Sometimes You've had you your just, fiver, they've yeah. gone off, see ya, and then what do you do? You're left with it. You're left with it. They're not going to exactly, you know, oh, the insurance will cover it. Yeah. We'll send in someone to get rid of them for you. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, though, Freddie, you can't get rid of a lot of this stuff. I mean, you have to be, you know... It's hard. It's not like sometimes you see they have a little ten minute and then all the spirits go to the light. Listen, I've got experience. In reality, it ain't as easy as that. So that is that is the poltergeist curse. Now, 
looking at it, I think my thought of what the Poltergeist curse was was far worse than what it actually is. In my head, I'd created all kinds of scenarios, and you hear all these whispers and, you know, rumours of it all. But actually, when you get down to the nitty-gritty of it, I don't think there's a real lot there, personally. I, off the back of the research done, and this must be the, the, the prominent research, because, of course, this is what you've come up with. So I'm going to... I'm going to uh, reserve judgment. Yeah. So now we're going to move on to one of your favourite films. Oh, yes, absolutely. We are going to be looking into The Crow. Now this, if you want a cursed film, it's The Crow. Yeah, but the this film is, is amazing. I mean, again, it's from years ago, but if anyone hasn't watched it, you must watch this movie. Um, it's a cult classic, isn't it now? It's just so dark. and. But is it a cult classic because <coughs> of what happened? I think that's definitely gone some... Yeah, I mean... It's, it's, listen, it's contributed, so, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But even so, the movie's amazing. Listen, if he hadn't died in the shooting scene at the end, it still would have been an amazing movie. Yeah. It is... I, I love... It's never... No one's ever come close to creating something like it. No, it was just so dark and gothic and just, again, thought-provoking and just... I. But anyway, come on, read it, because I've rambled... Now, listen, this is really, really good, good yeah. stuff. So, from the, from the off... There was something wrong with making this film. So the people making it had a voicemail message left for them and it basically said along the lines that bad things were going to happen if they made this movie. Right, okay, so a warning. So from the off, they've had this warning. Are they mystery number, not a clue who it was, nothing. But they, they've said, if you make this, bad things will happen. Okay. Probably not quite like that. It's a bit more medicine, I should yeah. imagine. But they've had that message. Now... We're going to jump forward. First day of shooting. Mm. So there's an electrician and he is putting up all the kind of power lines for the, yeah. for the film. He's on a cherry picker. He was electrocuted and caught on fire. Right. Um, well, it doesn't bode well, does it? No. Well, did he die or was he okay? No. So he suffered with second and third degree burns. He did survive, but he had to have his ears removed. Jesus. Now, I don't know if that's because his head touched the wires, maybe, and the, the current was concentrated in his ears and they burned them off. I don't know. They don't go into that kind of detail, but, my God, imagine having your ears removed. But first day of filming as well, to have a bit yeah, of a Yeah, and also, like and that. whoever knew, the producer or director, that knew that there was a warning, I bet they thought, oh, here we go. Well, that would jump first thing into your head, wouldn't it? You'd be like, oh. It started already. Right, here we go. Yeah. Um, not soon after that. Oh, no, that's not the right way. Not soon. Soon after that. Soon. <laughs> you'd have to, I've had a brain injury. You'd have to excuse yeah, me. Yes, actually, that is true. Uh, soon after that, a hurricane came mm. and destroyed the set. And then that is when, once the kind of hurricane come, the media got hold of that, and then the rumour of the curse yeah. spread all through okay. the media. So there's some people think... so. The, the um, curse was attributed to Brandon Lee. He's the lead, isn't he? Who was Bruce Lee's son. Yes. The very famous martial artist. Now, Bruce Lee also died under mysterious circumstances and it is believed to have been a family curse. Now, this is where it gets yeah, really interesting. Yeah, that's it. I know about I love the curse. Um, so, while shooting a scene, Brandon Lee walks into a room and he discovers his fiance is being beaten and raped. And then a character named Fun so Boy. So powerful scene that is. It's just... Yeah, anyway, carry on. So the, I just... the character Fun Boy shoots him. Yeah. But 
nobody noticed <sighs> or realised so that the dummy round had got lodged in the barrel of the gun. And so it was loaded with a blank to, s to simulate the, the gunfire. But because it the round was lodged and the force of the blank, it shot that out with such a force, it was basically like being shot with a real bullet. Because this one little thing... Are you talking about the bullet that killed him? The bit yeah. that killed him? Yeah, but that wasn't till the end. This wasn't when the first uh, rape scene... That You're talking about the beginning of the movie. The way he... The way he dies is, is at the very end, the massive yeah, shooting scene. Saying. Oh, but you just said when Funboy came in when she first got raped. That's at the beginning of the movie. Oh, right. Anyway. Yeah, but, yeah, it, that was how. Yeah, that was how, but yeah. So, that's, yeah, how he dies. So he dies. Yeah, that's how he, he dies. Di he dies in hospital, but he's shot on set. Yeah. Tragic accident with the gun malfunctioning. Uh, from, from my memory and what I believe is, there was literally... 30 actors all shooting him it was it was at the end of the movie near to the end he'd come back mm -hmm. he'd already officially died the in window? the movie yeah because obviously he died in the movie then he comes back the crow brings him back and they are literally there's so many to try and kill him and that's apparently when from my memory but that was towards the end so now we're going to kind of look in a little bit more to this family curse yeah so in 1993 bruce lee brought out a film called Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Yeah. I'm not, Jake's dad loves all that martial art. I, I, I can't have a bar of it. I don't <laughs> entertain it. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah, but you like musicals. I, <laughs> I'd rather watch The Wizard of Oz. I'm not getting into all of this. <laughs> but in that film, he is battling a metaphorical demon who has been haunting him since he was born. And there's kind of like a, quite a creepy moment in it, apparently, where he, the demon shows him his tombstone. Mm. Um, but at the end of this film, the demon loses interest in Bruce Lee and heads towards his son. And yeah. like puts his attention on, on his son in the film. And then two months before the film is released, Brandon dies. That's when, he's, that's when he dies. Yeah. That's quite... A strange coincidence. Um, so no, don't you mean Bruce dies? No, Brandon. Brandon. Brandon yeah. Son, right? Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure on the timeline of that of the Bruce Lee story, to be honest. But so this is where the family curse originates from. Mm -hmm. So Bruce Lee was born in San Francisco in the year of the dragon on the hour of the dragon. Oh wow. But his parents, his parents always referred to him as Little Phoenix because it's a girl's name in Chinese, Little Phoenix. Right. And that is because before he was born, his parents had lost another son. And according to kind of their tradition, if you didn't refer to him by a male name, it would confuse the spirits who might steal their souls. Yeah. So they call him, they call him a girl's name to confuse these people coming ah. to take him. Um, and so they, there was that real concern, and he's always been brought up with that. that his parents yeah. are Their concerned beliefs, that someone's yeah, going to yeah. come and take him. Yeah. So Bruce Lee also dies whilst filming, and he was died in a film called Game of Death. Right. Have you seen it? No. I certainly haven't. And it's a film about a retired martial art champion who must fight his way to the top of a pagoda, which is one of them Chinese building-y yeah. things, uh, to save his brother and sister. 
But after he died, they changed the plot to an international martial arts movie star who takes on an international crime syndicate and survives a disguised assassin shooting him on set, which mirrors right. Brandon's... Um, oh, yeah. Which is quite... Yeah. There's a lot of kind of coincidences yeah. and they all kind of tie in. You know what they say? There's no such thing as a coincidence in the para world. Listen, I think there's I think there's a lot to be said. I think from the fact that Bruce Lee from birth that there's been that concern and worry that someone's yeah spirit is going to come and take yeah him. it's foretold. And I think it's really interesting as well that they've changed the plot of that movie. Yeah. And it it completely mirrors. Well, he weren't assassinated, but it was all on a film set. He shot with a prop gun and dies. Yeah. As a, yeah. yeah. So it, it's it's really quite strange, but. Good film, yeah. Great story, and great kind of folklore around it. Yeah, it's just honestly, I can't recommend that highly enough. Listen, everyone's watched it anyway. Well, I don't know if the younger ones have. We're, and we're everyone, ancient now, but. and everyone knows this. I think even if you haven't seen the quote, everyone knows the. The story. soundtrack's brilliant. Every everything about that movie. It's just so dark and so thought provoking, and it, it it's just. I mean, like I say all the time. Even one of my favourite sayings is from that movie, which is it can't rain all the time. And that's just from that movie. So to for, for one sentence, you, you carry on saying for the rest of your life, it's, it's, it's an important movie. So watch it if you haven't. Watch it. Or re-watch it if you have. Remind yourself. Yeah, remind yourself. Yeah. Remind yourself. So that was The Crow. Now we're going to move on to The Exorcist, which again... Now, from my research from this, I've always considered it to have that kind of folklore curse mm. things work quite right with it you know everyone knows the story of like when they brought out people were fainting in the cinemas and stuff yeah terrified they had to have paramedics on site yeah because it was an un but from my research i think it was more of a ploy from oh, i swear it was warner brothers that they yeah don't know, to, to get to, the marketing to, out yeah, there to yeah. ramp it up and that's that's so i think they originated the curse to scare people, yeah, and to because then it's like, don't touch the red button. All you want to do, do is, is touch press the red the button. Yeah, don't yeah. go watch this film, curse film. People are yeah. dying, people are having heart attacks watching it. Well, then you think, well, I want a bit of that, and they're all yeah. going, yeah. So, and did you, great marketing strategy. Though. The Exorcist was the, the highest grossing film ever at that time. I yeah, never knew that. I never, no, I, I, didn't did, know I thought that. it it was you know popular, but I thought that it got shut down real quick. But it was yeah. it was the high at the time highest earning or most watched. I put I think I put it in the research and I'll let you know um, further on. But there are some strange things that happen mm -hmm. on set and afterwards from the Exorcist. Right. So there were several injuries throughout the filming, um, including long term back injuries for Linda Blair. And she is she plays the possessed girl, right? And it's from the. Well, I was going about to say the, the amount of bloody the... twisting and contorting she had to do. It's not surprising she got well, a back she, injury. Well, she done her back in. Well, she would. Well, I'm not surprised. Doing the crab down the stairs is no <laughs> easy task. I can I can barely stand most days. Let her go down backwards down the stairs, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> Um, there was also a fire that burnt down the majority of the set, except yeah. for the bedroom. 
Okay, so that's interesting. So that's oh, quite spooky. The back quite... injury, I'm not, you know, listen, anyone can see that coming. But this <laughs> this one, um, yeah. Yeah, so the whole set down, most of the set down, except for the bedroom, which, yeah, I thought that was quite strange. Yeah. Um, also, again, I'm just f firing facts out to you of strange things that have happened. There's a man who plays a nurse in the film. Mm -hmm. And... Before The Exorcist was released, he killed a reporter. Um, he confessed to the crime, he was arrested, tried for it, but could not explain why he did it. There's no motive for it at all, nothing. Again, that's weird. That's possession, that's... You know, and, and I've got to be honest, there are so many documentaries I've watched where people have committed murders, don't remember doing it, there's, there, there's no... There's no reason for doing it. There's no motive. And, you know, it happens a lot. And that's... That's demonic possession. Well, they're, they're, in this film, they're playing with things and exploring themes that... They don't understand. Oh, it's blinding for a movie. But listen, you're, you're doing stuff. You're opening a box. You can't cope. People don't understand this, this stuff. And I think that's... People don't take it seriously. And, and No, absolutely. And love a little dabble and love a little play... And, and I don't realise oh, don't realise the complications of what, what the consequences that can come back to you. So it doesn't stop there. Mm. So there are two actors who both died while the film was in post production. So that's it's been filmed and they're it's like okay. editing and, and doing all the all the bits and bobs. Um, now what's strange about that is both of their characters die in the film as well. Really? Yeah, so their characters die in the film and then they also die... That's interesting. ...once the film's kind of been... Produ um, not produced, but being sorted yeah. out. Now, these ones are similar to Poltergeist. It's all like me auntie's uncle's dog and brother. Yeah. Whatever. But it all, it all links in and it's part of the law behind it. So, Linda Blair's grandfather and... Um, another actor called Max von Sydow. Sydow's. Am I saying that right? Have a look at that. Excuse Sydow's. God knows. Poor Max. Sorry if you're listening, babes. But um, Max von Sydow's. It looks like. Well, he's he, so. Her grandfather dies, and Max's brother dies on the first day of shooting. Really. Mm. So. Coincidence. I'm going to say yes. I think there's other things that we can say. So oh, far, I'm quite interested in this actually being a genuine cursed thing. So mm -hmm. let's see what happens next. Um, so there's another character in it, Father Damien. He's one of the, the priests in it. Right. Whilst filming, his son is nearly killed by a motorcycle accident. He's nearly hit by a motorcycle. Yeah. But doesn't die. He's fine. Um, one of the uh, cameramen... His wife had, uh, I thought she had a miscarriage mm. as well whilst he's working yeah. um, on set. There was a man who kind of dealt with um, the heating and stuff like so, yeah. the air cons and stuff. He died. There was a janitor who um, took care of the building, the set and things like that. He was shot and killed during the filming. And I think overall... There seems quite a lot for this. There was about this. nine deaths in total of either people in the film or associated with the film or in I would say that's people. quite a lot I would I would say nine is quite a lot yeah 
mad. And, you know, it's such a... Uh, you know, like we said, I don't know the right words for it, but opening something, you know, leaving yourself susceptible to evil isn't a joke. No, and, they, and, and they, evil and comes they, in lots of different and ways. And they very much do, don't they? Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, so there's also another one. So there's a actress called Mercedes McCambridge, mm. and she done the voice of the demon. Oh, God, really? Mm. Yeah. So do you remember the voice? It's quite scary. And even the... the, the image of the vaguely yeah. yeah but her son murdered he a family annihilation he murdered his wife his children and killed himself really yeah jesus now again you can just attribute that to kind of you know mental health conditions and and things yeah like but that. she's but, listen so she's obviously been at home or whatever practicing this ah, you know this demonic voice and obviously saying the words now, God, if that ain't going to attract some negative to you, God knows what, you know, God knows what will if that won't. I mean, that's sad. That's a really sad story. Um, so they did do a blessing of the set because I think at that point, I think everyone's a little bit freaked out, would a, be, bit, yeah. a bit concerned. A blessing is done. And after that, nothing really happens on set. But now we're going to jump post-production. So they're all going through cutting and putting things together, yeah. doing the sound and stuff. And there was a man who worked on that, and he said some of the of the things that come up on film, he said, were just yeah uh, very strange and should not have been there. He said that there are double exposures of like the little girl's face, and he said it's just unbelievable. He said how it's distorted and stuff. It, there's lots of things. I totally believe that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, so yes, I was right. Exorcist, when it was released, was the highest grossing film of all time. Wow. Yeah. Uh, people did have physical reactions to the film. It was, you know, very much out there. It was like nothing ever. Well, it ever terrified them. Terrifying. But there, again, there was a lot of talk, I think, from production, uh, from the, you know, people that have made that, and that they have played on that and. Put it down to the curse rather than yeah. being humans being absolutely terrified. Basically. And they've made a lot up or exaggerated things yeah. that have happened. And, of course, that then just feeds in to this curse, yeah. doesn't it? It's of what people perceive it to be. So that was The Exorcist. Now, I think out of all three, I don't think The Crows are cursed film. I think that maybe they're, they're right about That's a, a personal curse, a family curse. curse, yeah. I think Poltergeist, I think... I think they could just be coincidences. I, I, I think they, a, lot, a series I don't like of the word coincidences, events. but I think that could just be one of those things, yeah. Listen, you know, you, you, you could work in Tesco's and, yeah. and four people die over the course of the year. It doesn't mean you, your store's cursed, does yeah. it? It's just, yeah. it's just the way it goes sometimes. I think The Exorcist, I think there is a huge element of them releasing or summoning something especially i don't think you can watch it and become possessed or anything like that but i think on set when they're playing around with these things you don't know what you're bringing in you don't know what you're doing i want to tell you about a cursed story um i read it in a book now i don't know if it's true or not but the book was about true events true yeah. history things true events there was an um a tomb discovered, I think it was along the River Nile, something like that. 
it was of um, a female. It was, a, a, and on the front of the tomb, apparently it had a curse and everything else like that. Anyway, they brought, the English brought this, this back, you know, this curse thing back. Anyway, uh, very similar to, to King Tut. So many, so many people died in the process. Yeah. Uh, in fact, actually everyone who owned it died. Everyone who owned it died. Anyway, the last fella said, listen, no, no. And by then it was worth a fiver. Nobody, you know, this yeah, huge amount of money. <laughs> nobody wanted it. It was just to get rid of it. Anyway, of course, um, the last man we know have had it. And um, he again was diagnosed with this un unknown wasting disease. And he didn't say he was going to die. Yeah, he was going to die. So what he said was, I cannot allow this tomb to go to anyone else. It has killed, and I think it was like something ridiculous, like 12 people by then. I mean, this was a serious story. Um, and so he said, there was this big, there's this big museum in New York, and he agreed that this, um, you know, tomb, this coffin, sarcophagus, sarcophagus um, whatever it's called, <laughs> um, would go to New York, okay, because it's going to be put in the vault because he just couldn't risk. He said, "Look, have it, just take it." Well, yeah, if you donate it, is it that? Does that make him still the owner? No, because he was dying anyway. Yeah, but then he's stopping. He was giving away responsibility. What he just said is, "This has happened too many times, and I don't yeah. care. Um, I never believed he's doing, it. That's he's doing why it to I save it. people." Yeah. yeah. So that. So he said. So the agreement was, "Okay, I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this away." But it has to be in complete secrecy. I don't want anyone to know how it's been transported because he thought, well, if it is, um, say, placebo effect, and if it is, um, you know, believing something, so, so, so it happens. So I said, if it goes in absolute secrecy, it's going to be fine. Anyway, it was um, agreed to be shipped, and it was uh, shipped to New York on a very famous cruise liner we all know called the Titanic. No, it was really? In, it was in the hold of the oh, Titanic. That's fantastic. I've never heard that. Yeah, it was, a, it was in a book of true stories. It wasn't just, oh, fairies are at the garden. This was facts, dates. And I left it, I don't know if I still got the book, but, but it was How facts, dates, times, ages. It was very detailed. Well, I'm reading and thinking, wow, wow, you know. Jesus. And then at the end it said... And there's a picture of the Titanic, and it said it was a gr it was in the hold of the. I tell you what it said, it was in the hold of the unsinkable Titanic. Well, this I cursed too. Yeah, and they say it's a true story. It's supposed to be a true story. I read it in a book of true stories. Is it? You so know, that I don't money know. now is sitting at the bottom of at the, the bottom, ocean, along with most of the people from the Titanic. And she'll be left the alone. unsinkable Titanic. I think that's amazing. I know it is. I, I'm, honestly, when I read it, it was shivers up my spot. It was like, no, it's just I like crazy. Love a, I love a curse. Not on myself. <laughs> don't say that. Please don't Careful send what you curses. No, thank you. No, I love reading about them. You better do a bit of protection after you just said yeah. that. Yeah, great. Thanks a lot. I've, listen, <laughs> you can't make it. I've had enough bad luck as it is. Yeah, he has this week. He's banged his head twice, got severe concussion. Severe and... concussion. My car's blown up. I'll recognise it. I'm Maybe it's because we're doing this podcast in your house. Maybe we're talking about too much spooky stuff right, and weird shit's right. happening. Right, if there's anyone out there who can uh, rid me of any curses, <laughs> it'll be mu much obliged to you. <laughs> much obliged. Yeah, no, I re I, I'm going to rephrase it. I enjoy the topic of curses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're very, very interesting. And I think there's a 
a great deal of evidence. I, yeah, I just don't believe, you know, I really believe in the energy you send out. And if you bring that energy in, then bad shit happens. If it's bad energy, bad shit happens. You know, I really believe that. And and if you believe in a curse, I I, th- I, I think you can draw into yourself. Listen, I've, kind seen, of way. I've seen my nanny put curses on people. My yeah. na- you know, she wasn't dark in any way, but she... Um, well, like we were talking about it with our guests that's coming. Yeah. Uh, karma bombs. So whatever that people yeah. sent to her, she would just wrap, wrap it up, up in a and big bag ball back, yeah. and just send it straight back at yeah. them. And do you know what, interestingly, I'll tell you, because this is family business, it's private, but the... Um, so he carries on talking. Nothing's private with us, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the curse that I can remember, because it was kind of towards the end of her life, has had some effect mm. recently. Yeah. I'll tell you about it, because I think, you know, what goes around comes around. Now, listen, it might be a bit of karma, might be coincidence, I think it's Nan. Yeah. Go on, girl. Very possible, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's our cursed movies and cursed topics for the for the minute. Have you got anything else you'd like to mention in ways of kind of... TV, film, media, anything that way. An an interesting thing. Um, I'll just tell you one story. There's so, so many to tell of the cage, but I'll just tell you this, which is the the similar topic. Um, The Japanese flew over to film in the cage on four separate occasions, four different uh, film crews, uh, and one time. um, What... was it like for news or like? It was a no. It was like, like their version of a paranormal. Yeah, no. Actually, it was like magazine shows. It was. Oh, okay. It was like something like um, Loose Women or uh, This Morning. It, oh, it was okay. pretty something like that. Well, to be honest, there was always an interpreter. So yeah. I can't say it for. But I, I remember, you know, it was kind of shows like that, as opposed to paranormal, spooky ones. It was more of you know public interest. So they came over, and there was an interpreter. Um, to uh, a producer, a director, and um, uh, a, a cameraman, um, a medium, and an English medium, TJ Higgs, actually. TJ so was, Higgs there a, was there a Japanese medium that come with them? And then yeah, well, I wouldn't say well. he would, I wouldn't say, I didn't really know what he was. I wouldn't say he was a medium, but he had a big bandana on um, and was just, he wasn't they part have, they, of the. They have a kind of their culture have is different, their own, and, and, yeah. and they have their own. I don't know the words for it. I, I don't th- want to I th- disrespect. He, he, in any he way. must have had the knowing in in, in some way in his culture, yeah. and I'm sure that's what. He, and, and obviously, it's, I didn't realise at the time. It turned out it was T.J. Higgs, the English medium. Anyway, so we're all we're filming in the cage, and it's just um, to talk about what's happening. T.J. Higgs was there, and she was talking about you know uh, what was going on. Anyway, all of a sudden, no. First of all, ah, uh, yeah. So the house is just really crazy it's really active and even art because you know i i only ever went in there for filming if i had to I, I don't like the place but the cameraman starts having a complete breakdown screaming screaming crying he started shaking and of course we didn't know what was happening to him me and tj higgs so the others um were talking to him in japanese and trying to fan him and <laughs> literally lower him to the floor. Calm and they're screaming in their language. And me and Dad are thinking, what was going, going on here? here? Anyway, as it transpires, after literally about 10 minutes, the um, uh, Hanukkah, I think her name, she, she said to us, listen, what's happened is he's caught a ghost on camera. Um, and although he, he, he wants to see a ghost, he's actually seen one and it's absolutely terrified him. So he's having a complete breakdown. But they were literally fanning him. 
and he was wobbly on his feet and you know it was a real dramatic scene um anyway so we watched it so we reviewed the evidence reviewed it we rewound it now there's two cameramen the producer and director were both filming so on both cameras you can see it both cameras and that's why anyway I said oh my god anyway so you, a, you see something you see it what do you see you see there's a figure going behind it's hard to explain it so was you took i know i know the kind of how the house is laid out where where are you sat and where are the cameras? opposite the fireplace so it would have been in the front room opposite the fireplace filming towards opposite the fireplace well, um, towards the, the the door or in no, the corner more of the room corner to okay. the window yeah um Anyway, it was quite hard for me to get it because of the translations, but there'd been a few things. Anyway, we're rewinding it, watching it, and they let they let us have a look briefly, but they weren't. They didn't say, "Oh well, look at this," because they were obviously so hysterical about what had gone on, and this fella with the great big bandana, and so um, they'd gone into their own discussions in their own language, so we weren't really privy to a lot of it. Anyway, so they said, "Right, we need to take a break now. This, the, the fella can't carry on for the minute." So she said, we're going to go. Um, anyway, so so they're rewinding this and going, ah, you know, screaming. So what's, what is it you see in, in the footage? It's a ghost. It's a ghost that comes by, a figure. A figure. And, and there was a blue flash. There was a few things. There was a few things. But of course, like I said, because of the language barrier, and, and the, yeah. it, it, it's hard to, um, hard to, um, but also because they weren't so interested in showing me and her, they were more interested in what the hell is going on here. Anyway, so she says, um, she says, right, okay, we need to take a break. She said, we're going to go back to the van and we're going to review the footage again. So, like she said, everyone needs to calm down. He needs a break. Yeah. Let's just stop. And we'd been filming for about two hours by this time and everything was going mad and as the chain was swinging, it was really crazy. Anyway, me and TJ Higgs and her husband are, are outside in, in the cage courtyard and going, wow, Jesus, you know, just saying what happened. Next minute... She's come through, the interpreter and obviously the TV lady, and she said, listen, um, we've got a problem. She said there is no footage on either of these cameras at all. There's no footage. There was no footage on the director's camera or the producer's camera. And we're like, well, hold on a minute. We've just watched it. We've just watched we, We've it. just replayed it. We've just watched it. Um, it. It was in the house. We were filming for a good two hours. We've replayed it. We've all just watched it and there's nothing. And she said... Yeah, but she said, the camera is literally sat, you know, because the Japanese, they're very, very high tech. I don't understand these things, but I know. They're going to fly over these cameras. They've got the best. Um, she said, there's nothing on there. So she said, what we're going to do is we're going to send this footage back to, send this, th whatever it was, back to Japan now and see if they can retrieve, retrieve it. it yeah. That's what she said. So anyway, she went away. So I'm like, oh no. And all I'm thinking is, I'll oh, stop it. You know, I can't go well, back in there. I don't want to have to do it again. So she came back and she said, um, apparently they're saying it was never filmed in the first place. It wasn't like it filmed and deleted. It just never was fit. It's but, completely but you, wiped, completely gone. Back. But we viewed it back. And we were there for two hours. And but at some points when there was a stop, say, right, we're going upstairs. They'd look back. Okay, yeah, we stopped there, you know, cut in. And... But, but this was on two cameras. This was on two, not just one. But the house didn't want it leaving. Well, this is what TJ, and she said, she said, you know what, they probably didn't ask permission to come and do it. And she said it, it wasn't supposed to. The house didn't want it It was to completely go. wiped. And, and I'll tell you another, just a quick one. When I was filming Come Dine With Me, which was awful, but anyway, it's another story. The point is, um, when we were doing it in the cage, the sound man 
kept on picking up things on the boom. And, I remember, um, I remember yeah, this. I remember he kept this. on picking up things. And the producer at the time came down to it. It, it was the, the bit where you start the pudding. And he said, listen, he just took me outside privately. He said, listen, we're catching so many voices and scary stuff in this boom. Our, our sound man is going home. He doesn't care. Um, he's refusing to stay up here anymore. Oh, because he was pulled as well. Because he had a like, backpack and he yes, was yanked yes. from the back. And he had... Uh, the voices coming through that weren't ours because and he well, said, they have the headphones on so they, yeah, they're they hearing hear it live and they? he said it was all recorded and he said but I'm sorry he said get this pudding whacked out and let's go he said because the fella isn't staying in here he said he's just not doing it and he, and he actually said to me listen he knows it's his job but he's at the position I don't care I I, don't I'm care terrified so and he'd said to me afterwards, he said, it's interesting, he said, if this was a paranormal show, he said, we couldn't have got better evidence. He said, but it's not. It's a cooking show. It's just a, mm -hmm. a just one of those little light entertainment things. And he said, and we can't ever, sh shall I say that? But he said, to, I spoke to Caraman afterwards. He said, I'm telling, I think he was Irish fella. And he said to me, um, he, he caught multiple, multiple activity in the sound all night. But it was when he was yanked, pulled back upstairs. He said, I don't care. I, I just I, I can't stay here and he left and the fellas you know the producer said to me listen I'm sorry we're gonna have to cut it short there's nothing we can do get it wrapped up we're out that's mad yeah. isn't it yeah I think I think over the years we have caught in that house minus kind of TV shows and cameramen even just on our phones some of the things we have managed to catch are amazing I think the best one was um when the last time you and me were in there together, mm -hmm. when we kind of went to say goodbye to the house and we filmed it, you filmed it. Yeah, I, feel, um, I filmed you shutting the door one last time. You it know, was Halloween, wasn't it? It's been a, it's been a journey. It's, you know, we've like we decided to go back to together because to we were in it together. Yeah, and but yeah, so you you are literally stood at the door. I'm stood in the courtyard and I'm kind of filming it, and I can remember filming it. But it's not caught. On, it's not on the camera, and I was terrified in the corner. So you're looking. You've got that little bit of a hallway, and it looks into the front room. Yeah. I promise you. Do you remember me saying to yeah. you? And there was all these like little lights, and they all started to connect up. But we've got that on the. We, no, we but, captured no, but all of the, that. The, the, the thing that I saw, I didn't see all them things until after. Yeah. But the thing that I could see, and I was kept thinking, Vanessa, hurry up, hurry up. I don't want this. All the lights are connecting up. And it's starting to form into what yeah. I would say is is a figure, and they're all joining up. And I'm thinking, gee, and I'm filming this. I was thinking, half of me was thinking, I don't want to see this. The other half of me is thinking, this is amazing. I've got, I've got it on camera. Happy days. But I mean, but watching it, it, that, but it didn't show. But then when we went back and reviewed that footage, oh my God, there's flashes of blue lights, there's mists. There's mists, there's, there's multiple, multiple orbs in different directions, growing, getting smaller. There's that thing of a dog. I mean, there's so much. It, it was the flashes of blue light yeah, and that mist that come along. That was the, the big thing for me. And yeah, we've got that footage now. We'll share it with you one day. Well, we can't... Well. There's stuff going on with the cage that we're not really allowed to, um, you know, we don't know what we can and can't share at the moment. But we're, when we're able to, we certainly will. But we're under various contracts and various things, so we can't really promise that right now. But definitely, when we're allowed to, oh, we will 100% put it out there. Because it's crazy. It's, 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 it's a mad, mad bit I mean, of even my mum, she, oh my God. I mean, if she could see it, she's like, what is that? I mean, this is serious activity. But it, we'd been in there... 
probably about half an hour or something and I went into every room and I said listen I need to leave I've got to go you know I need to leave I've got to go and, and I gave blessings and sent love but it, it just got a it mad probably, evening yeah and mad bit of footage but there's been loads of things over the years because I, I remember when you had your kind of um your CCTV yeah set up and I've been in there um some evenings with the paranormal groups and stuff and some of the things we've picked up on there again amazing really quite scary and it was it was it on that that you picked up the uh transfiguration on the on that camera claire what the trans yeah um no that was do you know i can't remember if that's photograph or or the cctv i think it, because i think you see we it need to speak to claire and try we need to do a show on transfiguration because i've never seen anything like this but again yeah, I mean, a, another it's, it's, amazing piece of footage from the yeah. from the cage there's just, there's just there's so, so many, and a lot there. haven't been released. But obviously, sometimes there's only so many things you you can do at the time, you know. Without there's, I think there's some of, there's a hell of a lot that has not been told about the cage, and you know, during this podcast, problem, we will be coming the, the problem, and telling you a bit more. The problem was what it was. The media picked up the story, you know, many, many, many years ago. But it seemed they only really wanted a run with what they wanted it to be like yeah, of and all the things that um so many things that we really haven't that i wanted to say they weren't interested in it they just wanted to make it there was a devil you know well i listened to a podcast the other day about the cage because i was interested to see how they would have lots of do dude podcasts and, on my um, house and I, I don't know about it you, and oh. um they were saying that oh vanessa saw a satanic goat running around no, the house well no no i didn't <laughs> no, she didn't I never saw it, and then you the headlines of satanic goat seen by Vanessa. No, I didn't see a satanic goat. I didn't see anything. No, I didn't see a goat. Now there, there is there's photographs an, an and stuff image. connected. Um, in fact, that there's a few. Um, but no, I never saw it personally. That's the thing. You know, this is what I say. Don't don't lie about things. If something happened, just say the truth. Because me, I've got a terrible memory. If I started lying, I'd never remember what I said in the first place anyway. But. There's a lot to be revealed, and, and this, we are going to do it, aren't we? We are. You gonna... haven't got a lie because the the truth is far scarier than whatever you could imagine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was just the most horrific, horrific time, really. You know, it was. But I think, was... yeah, I think as there there are some things happening, which we don't know what we can and can't share at this point. But once we're in a bit more of a position to know what we can speak about, we will be sharing. We can More talk um, about some things, but I don't think we can show any footage. I mean, we'll, we'll just check what we're allowed to do. And, yeah. and why don't we do it as a bonus episode? Do you think that maybe... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a little treat. I'll tell you what, once we hit a certain mile point, we'll release a little bonus episode and we'll kind of do the episode. We'll talk through our experiences of the cage and because give you a snippet. Of, give you a snippet. Lots of it's not documented about you being there because, of course, that was for various uh, reasons, personal reasons, but... There is so much they kind of gripped on to the, the, the and, and ran ran with that, you know. Because was... because because it is a great story and the narrative narrative of it is great. And when you start adding other people and you know it just becomes messy. It's quite a clean story. You move in, things happen. Yeah. You're scared. You leave. When you start adding in, you know, and then this person was there and this and this happened and this happened. It kind of it, it becomes confusing. Especially, like, I think it does. You know, I, I think also people will think, well, hold on a minute, that many crazy things couldn't have happened. Well, I'll tell you what, in three years living in a house like that, that many things could and did happen. And I think they, they, they ran with 
X amount of things, uh, made them fantastical. Well, they and went, with, the high, they went the... with a couple of highlights, didn't they? And that's that's basically what they did. And they and they, they they forget the every every day seeing a shadow, hearing a bang, the door closing, footsteps, whispers. They forget that everyday kind of not mundane because it's still really scary. But compared to some of the things that happens. They don't want to talk about them things. That doesn't make a great story that sells papers. Yeah. What does is, you know, blood splatters and satanic goats. Yeah. That's what that's what people want. That's what's interesting. I mean, when I was, you know, one headline that really annoyed me, when um, I was in the bathroom, it was well documented, I was brushing my teeth, getting ready for work and caravan sales. It was about half past seven in the morning. And I got hit so hard on the bum, so hard, I screamed, the toothbrush went up in the air. Now, I live there alone. Um, there was nobody there. And, of course, the headline ended up being sexual ghost slaps Vanessa Mitchell on the bum. It's like, hold on a minute. Don't don't make light of this. This isn't nothing to do. You know, it was a really sick... I ran out of the house barely clothed with, with, no, with, with wet hair and no makeup on. It was a serious thing, but mm-hmm. sometimes the media love to make it... Um, the way the way they want to make it, not the way it happens. And they always will. It's a t- you know, it's a tale as old as time. They will always make it fit their story and how they want it to be. And you know, but this this is an opportunity now, and we will we will share it with you over time. It's such a huge story. I mean, about that time when you stayed over and that lady came to you, that didn't particularly make the the headlines, you know, when you were sleeping over in the front room that night, that there's so many things that never got, you know, picked up really, or actually saying that though, Freddie, I think after a little while, I just stuck to the basics anyway. Because it, nobody because, really because wanted because to hear. Because it's rehearsed then, isn't it? And you just, yeah. because there's, there's such a, an international interest in the story. If you was to sit there and go for it, it you'd be there forever. And, and, and they don't want that. When they come to you, they want the story that they've already heard and seen. The thing is, it, it wasn't a joke to me. It wasn't, this wasn't just a, a blinding fun for me. I never liked going back in the house. I didn't, I didn't want any of it in the first place. I didn't, um, I, I mean, in terms of what happened to me in there. It wasn't anything that I ever, ever wanted or courted. Because don't forget, the press came to me. I never went to them. I closed the house up, went skin, and people came to me. Um... So, you know, it wasn't I, a good I, I time in my life at all. I think all. as well, there's literally zero out there for what's happened since. There's nothing there's, happened there's since. There's been a, a hell of a period of time since you left and the house Nobody's was asked about that. And I tell you, I think some of the stories that have happened in that in-between time... especially and photographs as, especially, well. especially for myself and the time that I've spent in the house between you leaving and it being sold, are crazier than some of the things that happened yeah. while we was there. I, I just, I think there's a, there's so much to tell, and we could literally do a whole podcast purely yeah. just going through month by month our whole journey and our time there. Yeah, Easy. absolutely. Easy. With multiple, multiple witnesses. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to see what we're allowed to say and do, but listen, we're going we're gonna to share as much as it as we can, because it's our podcast. We'll, and defi- so we'll definitely give you a couple of little snippets but that was a little snippet tonight there you go that's yeah. a, and i think that's amazing and i wonder actually relating back to our uh, topic this evening and i think we've gone off on quite a big of a tangent but how many films have filmed and they've caught sounds caught images the footage is gone the kind of 
Yeah, but you, we wouldn't necessarily know that. Because, no, because, because like my all... people filming, that never got out. The Japanese no, never said it. Well, certainly they might have done their own country, but well, they certainly didn't But it's it. like, it's like that, that, that kind of one of the editors from The Exorcist said, well, once we got this footage, some yeah. of the stuff we saw was just ungodly. Yeah. And But no one's ever seen that. Yeah. Because they don't, they're not going to add that to the film. Don't add nothing to the film. But I've, I think there's a lot of evidence lost from that, from that process. Yeah, because um, you see, it's, it's one man probably, or, or, or two people deciding what the rest of the world should hear about. And if they decide to leave those bits out, then the rest of the world doesn't hear about it. Uh-huh. And, and that to me isn't the truth. That's just skimming down just to make it fantastical. It is. Because I got hit on the arse. Or there was a satanic goat, which I, by the way, didn't see. It is a, it I, is I haven't said that. I'm not being, you know, some stuff on the cage has been reported brilliantly. Brilliantly. But for the most part, they can take your story and turn it into whatever they want. Um, but the crazy thing is, what really happened was worse than any story they've made up anyway. So. Oh, yeah, listen, guys. It's we could I could sit here and talk to you for hours and hours and hours, but we, you know, we're gonna have to wrap it up now. Yeah. But we right. are we are going to come back and give it to give you give you our version, give you our story, and you know, hopefully, in time with things that are happening, you'll get a little bit more of an understanding of what you know we went through during that time. Yeah. So. Um, Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you. That's that's episode four. Listen, yeah. I'm having a right laugh doing this. I'm enjoying I know, it. And, so know, am I. It's fascinating. I, I would just like a big, big thank you to all everyone that's listening. You know, I kind of can see the stats this end, and I think, my God, it's it's not blown. It's not blown up. I haven't got a hundred thousand listeners, but you know, for a little fledgling podcast, I think we're doing really, really well. And we are and we so so grateful. Honestly, you've all been amazing. But listen, we're listening to in what I think six or seven countries in the world yeah, now. Yeah. Where, you know, and you know, I like that because it means we're doing something right and educating some people, and people find it interesting. So, so that was just our aim in the first place. Was just, you know, spread the word. But listen, guys, as always, um, we we love to hear from you. So if there's anything you kind of want to share with us, if you want to share your experiences. Or if there's any questions you want to ask any us. Any questions, please, please, please send them through to the haunted podcast official at gmail.com. That is our, our email address. But failing that, we are on Instagram. Um, it's the haunted podcast official. We're on Twitter, and that is the haunted pcast. Um you can you can message us there. You just I kind of run most of it, but you kind of you check yeah, in on Freddy the questions. Yeah, Freddie runs it all. So if there's anything that you want to ask me personally, I'm not necessarily going to see it till Freddie says. So then but, say but uh, Vanessa or Freddie, still send it through, and then if I miss it, Freddie will because he he catches me up on it all the time. So um, it, it, it's always going to get to both of us. Yeah. So email us, follow us. Rate us, leave us reviews, everything. Yeah, but don't leave us bad reviews because, yeah, because uh, uh, we, we don't, don't like it. it. We don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, I'll just ignore it because I'll go, liars, liars, that's <laughs> yeah. wrong. What you've said is wrong. No, they but, must have been pissed to write that. <laughs> no, listen, if you have got something bad to say, send us an email. And yeah, then, do it in private. Yeah, and then we'll address it in private. <laughs> yeah, because then I'll ask for your number and I'll ring you up and I'll come to your house and fight you. You won't fight. You can't, you can't fight a cat. Right, well, listen, let me just tell you, 
before <laughs> before <laughs> Vanessa arrived, I was sat in like a oh. floor length blue satin kimono, uh, kimono. which I got you for your birthday for last birthday. week. It's it's royal blue and bright gold. Um, uh, beautiful dragon kimono. Right. So and um, so, so no, he's not going to be fighting anyone. I'm not going to be fighting anybody. Certainly not his kimono. <laughs> Well, listen, Even guys. his fella doesn't like him uh, wearing it. But I like it. I, I like it. I think it's stylish. It. Shall we put a picture up on Instagram of you and your kimono? I will share with you a picture of me and my kimono. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I took it, actually. I said to Freddie, listen, I've got to take a picture of you in this. And I'm not putting you on the spot here. But listen, it's like, that's what we're going to do. I, we're, we, share. Let's share the picture. Share and share kimono. alike. Listen, keep an eye out for that. If you want to see that image, get yourself to the Twitter, <laughs> get yourself to the Instagram. You know the names of them by now. I'll also add it into the episode description for this week. But If you want any signed pictures of Freddie in his kimono, <laughs> we're going to be putting them on sale. Um... I'll pay you a fiver if you ask for one. <laughs> I ain't charging anyone for it. Jesus Christ. A signed picture of Freddie in his kimono um, and a little personal message. We will be putting on... Uh, we might as well sell some, Freddie. Listen, we'll get enough interest. Might as well. £2.50. It'll go towards your Bacardi. It'll go towards my or a new, Bacardi. Or a new kimono. Or a, yes. Uh, maybe like a nice, nice emerald green. Yeah. I no. love it. It's my favourite colour. Yeah, definitely emerald well, green. Well, I've asked Jake for an emerald... Oh, listen... I've asked Jake for an emerald ring. We'll see if we get it. I'll let, I'll give you an update next week. But listen, guys, sorry for waffling on. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. And we hope you have a blessed week. <laughs> Don't say that sarcastically. That's you not say... sarcastic. <laughs> you say... <laughs> yeah, sarcastic. but I can see your face. Right. Have a, have a blessed... <laughs> you say that like it's... Oh, listen. Right, okay. God bless... It's... Right. What do they call that? He's That's... making the sign of the cross now. Yeah. Yeah, but do it with respect and honour. Yeah, I am. No, you're doing it like, like the Pope does it. Yeah. Uh, oh, listen, right, I wish listen. you. I wish we had this filmed. Anyway, uh, have a blessed week. Um, stay safe. Don't and, be um, sarcastic. God bless you. And mine is actually isn't sarcastic. Be good. Be safe. Be honest. Bye. Bye. <laughs>